0: Now live
1: on fsgpublicradio.com
0: and new iTunes app. This is The Logan Deck.
1: The Logan Deck. With Nick. <laughs> on FFG Public Radio. FFG Public Radio. FFG
2: Public Radio. FSDG Public Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Tonight, we got special guest on the phone, friend of the show returning, Mr. Garrett Forge is on the phone. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good, man. How are you?
2: Uh man, just a good Tuesday. Uh, good in. sorry, I'm... I'm gonna turn this music down. Up a little too loud. So, for those of you who don't know who Mr. Garrett Forge is, uh, he came on the show a couple months ago. He was telling us he's an actor from Atlanta. He's been working on some new projects, and uh, I guess maybe since then you want to you want to give everybody a rundown what you've been up to for the last couple months because I've seen a lot.
1: Well, <laughs> well let's see. I uh, I think I did some couple more films probably the last few months that'll probably be coming out next year. Uh, one called The Elder Heist. Um, I think we shot that in late in the summer, early summer. Um, and that was, I played a British butler in that one. It's a comedy. Oh, wow. And uh, so it's going to be a good one. It's a good team. They have, uh, it's called, uh, I'm Blake on the name of the film. I've been working on so many. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can check it out. That's all, all the information on my Facebook page. I'll, I'll get that later. Um, and then I did. Um, Trying to think, what else I got? Um, and the, I finished a voiceover project. It's gonna be a uh, Civil War docudrama. I was about six or seven different people, um, and it's gonna be coming out either late in the year or early next year. Um, it's kind of a documentary style movie uh, with voices going over through the Civil War, different passages. Um, and then recently, the last couple months, I've been working on music, and I've now released two country music singles. Wow. Um, Yeah, one's called Between the Lies and the Tears, and it's like a kind of a romantic, but it's love, reconciliation between a couple. Um, One maybe had cheated on them and then lying, so that's where the title comes from, and the tears from the the wife or the boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever they are. Um, And then I did one called My Big Black Truck, and it's a comedy parody taking up all the things you hear bad on a country song. Or just that (laughs) are... And it just turned into a funny, and it's got a good beat to it, and I actually co-produced that one myself, and the other one was a full production team, engineer, um, multiple live use instruments uh, were used in that, uh, that track, and, this and is I sang a, on both.
2: Are these the first songs that you've um, come out with?
1: First two I've come out with, but I've got a lot more already registered. i got 60 more songs right now registered on BMI, oh. and about... 30 more I've written, I just haven't put out there, and I've got um, 30 or 50 more, 30 to 40 more that I've already written the lyrics for, so i am just got to get them recorded, produced, and go from there.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's sounds like
1: a really and, cool project. Yeah. Um, yes,
2: sir. Also, last time we talked to you, you had just finished shooting a couple movies that I think came out.
1: Oh, Was yeah. Fixation 2? Okay. Fixation. Yeah, Fixation, too. I forgot about that. We uh, There's so much more. <laughs> it's hard to keep up. <laughs> I did one, I think, back in March or April, we shot it, and it came out. It's on Amazon Prime, and it's on multiple streaming services. I think Tubi TV, and um, there's a few others that it's also out on. Um, and, you, and you can buy that DVD, supposedly, at Walmart as well. Awesome. And Amazon, yeah. And I play uh, just a real bad role, a little small role, but... You know, they say there's no small roles, just small actors, but um, it was a it was a cool scene. And then another movie came out, The Story Before the Glory, It came out just uh, about a couple months ago, and I played a crash on in it. It's also on Prime.
2: Oh wow! Yeah.
1: And then and I uh, see on here it says multiple. Yeah, multiple. That we had a premiere of that uh, back in kind of keep up July, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I played a medical examiner of that one. It's still being in post-production. Well, they're doing some uh, re-editing on it for sound, I believe. And then they're looking up for distribution on that one. But that was a good suspense thriller about a girl to see if she had killed her boyfriend or not. Yeah. Yeah, because I think,
2: yeah, those are a few that just I had written down from last time, that weird gone over. I just wanted to keep it well, posted.
1: Well, there's another one that should have already come out, and it's in, it will be on YouTube. It's called The Unsuperheroes, it's a web series, uh-huh. and I was going to be in, I'm going to be in episode three through five, and it, they, they went through one and two, and it's just been a long delay, and all last I heard it was a lot with cult and color editing that they've been doing. They do a lot of, they turn a cartoon into a a film that like it becomes a, I mean, I'm sorry, a cartoon, a comic book. Right. And it ends like a comic book and it, it's really cool how they do that. So it's taking a lot of time for them to do that kind of editing.
2: Yeah. That sounds, yeah, that definitely sounds like a lot. That's good also, you know, the ins and outs of kind of how how it's going. So whenever you hear something's delayed, you kind of have, you know, a perspective in your mind, like oh, the, you know, that's a hard job to do. So, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to do that particular part myself. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've learned, I've learned sound effect editing, and I've, I've actually, in addition, started doing some more production and training on voiceover, and I'm pushing that right now. And I don't want to put this out as a teaser, as a possibility. I may have just signed with two uh, voiceover agents out of L.A., One in L. A., one in Chicago. I'm wow. waiting to get that information back, but I'll give out the names when it becomes, you know, official.
2: Yeah, that sounds so, awesome. Uh, oh, go, go ahead. So <laughs> that sounds awesome, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep up to date with that. See, um,
1: keep up with you. See how that's going.
2: I also saw you. Um, you've been at some award shows lately.
1: I did. I was at the Rice Awards, and it's actually um, a community service award um, that I was nominated for. And I, I'm not really sure who nominated me. To tell you the truth, I didn't win, but I was. Uh, it was an honor to be just nominated from some of the major people that were there. There was a, a major LA casting director who's kind of out of Atlanta, but he you know worked in LA for a long time. He was in my. I was up against him. Um, but another actor that I know, Toby Fantini, won the won the uh, award. Uh, I know him real well. I've worked with him before, so I was happy for him. But I'm up to ATL's hottest actor right now. The voting just ended yesterday, and we'll find out the results of that. I think on December the eighth. Oh, if I've won that, so you're getting out there. So.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm trying. so <laughs> you're going to be at Queen City Awards. Which one? I think Queen City Awards.
1: Uh, no, I wasn't sure about one of one of those.
2: That's on um, November twenty third. That's Saturday. The Connector Magazine does the Queen City Awards down there in Charlotte.
1: Big L recipe. Okay,
2: I well, thought you know, maybe. Um, shout out JT. I, I wasn't sure if he mentioned. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't you. I know he's got like a big part of the team going.
1: The oh, okay. Well, no, I wasn't planning on going to that. I did not know no. about it, but uh, <laughs>
2: that's right. okay. Yeah, no, that's a it's a Carolina thing, so that's probably
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I go down there well, sometimes to support the Connected Magazine, as always. But you don't get to win awards you. unless you're from there,
1: right? So
2: right. it's a it's a fun experience there.
1: Oh, yeah. I was just using
2: that as a plug, also, into shouting that out (laughs) as a sponsor. (laughs) I gotcha. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, So, with all the stuff you're doing, I mean, what do you think would be your favorite? You know, doing the music, the voiceovers, or the live acting?
1: God, I'm telling you, I kind of love all of it. Um, I mean, just voiceover is real like on your own. You don't have anybody coaching you. You pretty much have to do it yourself. And uh, I can do it from home, and you can make some major money with it. Uh, not that I'm doing this for money. Don't get me wrong. Right. But it, it helps out, and uh, and it's harder. It's real hard to to be inside of a, a little tight room or closet or whatever, and you're trying to be a character and you really don't have nothing going. So, um, yeah, I... It's challenging. Dude, it's too. I'm having trouble to answer that because I really like doing them all. Um, mm-hmm. um, I, I, you know, I, I can't answer that right now. Let's, I'll be honest with you.
2: Can you, um, for artists who are trying to work in multiple facets of the industry like you are, can you give anybody any advice how to manage kind of, you know, switching through one thing to the other?
1: Well... Probably the best thing is focus one thing at a time, like, per week or pick a few days and say, I'm just going to focus on this and just do that. Like, you know, you're going to take your training classes or, or online class or whatever they are. Uh, if you take voice lessons, you know, that'll be a probably one-day-a-week thing. So you'll work everything around it. So just pick a, a – if you want to do it throughout a – you know six or seven day period just do two days of one two days of another and just focus on that one and it'll be, it'll be easier and then set your goals too to finish something by a certain date um that's the best way to do that No,
2: nah, that sounds good yeah that's good advice that is definitely um i have a question just a random question how how long does it typically take to to shoot a whole movie
1: like how many weeks are
2: they usually filming for out there
1: well I mean the ones I'm involved with so far and that's something I'm going to talk about I meant to mention something but the ones I'm doing so far they usually spread up probably six or seven weekends and they can get an hour to hour and a half films they're not really doing a lot of two hour films Mm -hmm. the ones I've seen around are usually maybe an hour hour and a half at the most but there's a lot of people involved in shorts and they can do that in one weekend um those get them in on a Saturday and they'll go Saturday all the way to Saturday night and then Sunday all day. And they can practically knock it out. Um, so that's pretty cool. those are, yeah. Well,
2: do you think, go. um, it takes, go ahead. Sorry. I was letting you finish it. I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> then I was like, uh-oh, awkward silence. <laughs> no. <laughs> go ahead. Um, so, well, here's the thing too, um, what would you say is the biggest difference between shooting, uh, recording a song, and recording like a role for the movie?
1: Oh, you mean uh, doing an acting, live
2: acting? Yeah, being in the studio, inside a music studio, and then versus being on a movie set. Like, are there differences to, you know, what, is, you know, what have you noticed that's the biggest difference? Like, in, in that, because you're usually, you're used to being on movie sets a lot more, now you're uh-huh. in a, a music studio making a song right. do you think that it was you know it was more difficult to do the song
1: um well it depends on the song I mean if you if the song is in your range or whatever your voice can do uh, my one song that I did uh, between the Lies and the tears that came out uh, there was one verse that I was, I was struggling with to get to the top of the range of my range on the note uh-huh. even though I wrote the song that way. Right. Um, and what happened was we went through six or seven takes, and so she kept playing the song back with me singing, and then she wanted to record me over it. It was throwing me off, so she goes, okay, this is my engineer. My name's Natasha. And she said, let me try this. I'm going to cut your voice out, play it back, you sing with it. And then I did. The first time I did it, I nailed it and got up there. So um, it, it's more intricate when you're working on a song, because you're working the little pieces. You're usually, it's you and the the engineer uh, or the producer that's right there with you. And it's just, it's nice. It's You can knock it out quickly, but you got to, the tracks come in, like, I wasn't even involved when they came and did the track. They did the music, the uh, guitar, drums, and piano. They added first. And then I came in and laid my vocals down with that track and I could hear it for the first time. It's, but they already knew my arrangement that I set up. Right. Oh, so you
2: did it with a full live band.
1: This was a full live band. I didn't record with them. They recorded their tracks individually and I came in right. uh, and recorded mine, my, my right. vocals, and then, um, and then they did their mastering and mixing, which they do for every artist. I mean, they said there's hardly any artists that are really perfectly pitched or perfectly on key all the time and, so, it's a lot of you, you know, you try to sing the best you can, and then you work with them, and they'll tell you where you need to go up or down or where you're struggling at. And then, because uh, I'm kind of a, not a new singer, new solo singer. I've been singing choirs for 14, 15 years uh, in all musical theaters, as we talked about. But doing a solo CD right to your microphone, it's, you know, it's intense a little bit, but it, it's fun. And uh, I'm just excited. And I'll tell you, one little thing about music is you're sharing really a story about your life sometimes it comes from your heart something from your past and but i like it because i can inspire people i'm writing a lot of inspirational songs coming up and some things to help people who are down or people to lift them up to to make their goals and some songs are going to be coming out um with that and i've got a like a power anthem song, I'm doing. I'm trying to record with a, two friends of mine, a drummer and a guitarist, and get that uh, out maybe by the end of the year, if not first of the year, um, as well as others. And it's just, it's real, just intimate in a sense, in a studio. Then you're on a film set, you're with 10, 12, sometimes more, 20-some people, one of the sets I was on, and you show up, you're a character, you gotta be in there, and Sometimes you're changing clothes. You gotta go to makeup, and you come in there, and you gotta nail your scene. And then a lot of times you're, you know, you're gone or you're waiting around. So um, they're they're different for sure. Um, But I I like, I guess, because I'm a Gemini, (laughs) I kind of like everything. So that's why I have trouble like deciding because I like the different aspects of each one of them.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I can see that. Sorry, I have some my other guest have just arrived. I was getting everybody situated for a second. Okay. No we got problem. you two times in the building also. And DJ Ralstein, what's going on, buddy? Um we're on the phone with Garrett Forge. He's an actor from Atlanta. Been in a couple movies, also doing music. Oh, what I wanted to ask you is do you plan on um putting this into a project? Like a album at some point, or do you just plan on kind of releasing tracks here and there just uh what for- well
1: to well, tell you the truth, I want to, yeah, I've got enough I've got about eight or ten country music songs mm-hmm. that I can uh finish up again, it's a lot of it's based on budget and just money it's very expensive to get a full production team together, um and I'm waiting to make some more money. And I may get one more single out, and then if I get some more money from some of that, and put something together, then I'll get an album done. But I'm also writing rock and pop, Christian contemporary, um, and some other things. And I've got some other uh, a female vocalist for a pop song that I've written uh, that we're trying to get in the studio in a small town down here called Covington, and we're just trying to set up studio time for that. Um, so I'm waiting on that. And then, like I said, i got a power anthem rock song that I've written. And I may or may not sing on that one. I'm not sure yet. Um, and then some other big, bigger stuff that's ahead I can't talk about yet.
2: <laughs> that's always good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep, it, keep it close inside of there. Um, I was really, oh, have you ever thought about, since you were in so many different aspects of the industry, have you ever thought about doing artist management?
1: But you mean me as the artist
2: management? Yeah, you as manager, because you know, you know, you were just explaining to a lot of people, a lot of stuff that a lot of artists don't understand about getting production done. And, you know, you know about that side of it, uh, too, like how the finances that go into it and how to actually make a project work.
1: Wow. Um Right now, I'm not looking at that because I've got so much of my plate to right. uh, <laughs> I've still got films. I'm supposed to be. I've something else i day. I suppose a guy contacted me. I've been working knowing for a good bit, a couple of years now, and he said he wrote me a film uh, and to be shot in Canada next year, oh, next wow. fall. And uh, and I don't know if I'm the lead role, but it's supposed to be a great role. He explained the role. I don't want to give it away yet, but it's supposed to be a just say a badass role. And uh so I'm looking forward to that. That happens. Uh but I do wanna can I share something else to jump into. Um, I just got cast in my first or I'll say my first SAG payroll. that we will shoot that next Tuesday, my first day of shooting, and I shoot two days in December. And uh this is through my agent. So it's taken almost three years, but I finally booked a, a role, and it's a it's a comedy role too. It's gonna can be you, funny. Um, as... <laughs> for people to understand
2: what SAG means, can you explain that?
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, SAG is a Screen Actors Guild, and that's where the major Hollywood people generally are. Are they pay? It pays them well. And you're in a union, so when you become SAG, you get benefits. I mean, they actually have you like an insurance, and you get a certain scale rate. So they can't pay you below if you're on a SAG project and you're SAG. Uh, this particular one, though, is called SAG Ultra Low Budget. It's a they're SAG Ultra Low Budget and a SAG, I think, Mid-Level Budget. And so it pays a lower rate, but it gives you a SAG credit. And for an actor who's non-union, it take, and they, just, they don't have a lead role in a SAG, then they have to fit three SAG roles. Um, to get SAG-eligible and then when it becomes SAG-eligible you get a letter and then you have to pay the dues and there's like four levels of dues depending on your location if you want to do just Atlanta area or southeast that's one rate and then if you want to do get all of them New York, California and Atlanta is one rate and just, just New York is one rate so they have these different rate levels that you can uh, pay and be in. Do they, do? would that charge
2: you to, I guess they only do that in major cities, right? I guess, in like like you said, L.A., Atlanta, and New York, I guess, are the big film film spots, right?
1: The big j- films, but if the film actually shoots in those other states, you can go and be a SAG actor. Um, and you don't have to be SAG to be in a SAG film. I want people to understand that. Uh, a lot of non union people that are trying to be SAG, you, that's how you get the SAG roles. Right. So you just have to beat out other SAG actors for that role, and then you get your voucher, or if you have a, like a major supporting role, you can become SAG just from that one project.
2: Right. So they're picking, you get to, get, you know, you're mentioned with uh, better actors, which I will, right, well, how else should I explain it? What you're saying is kind of like um, the pot they'll be more exclusive for the for the producers to pick from is like this is a pot here it is like it's not you know it weeds out some of the weaker actors that don't have you know what i mean the credentials i guess so you're like you can only be accepted at this point and then but you're you're being recognized with better artists though so it makes it kind of harder but uh, you know
1: yeah well I'm... it depends on... go ahead
2: well, because it's like the exclusive, like the fraternity, where you're like, oh, they're only going to pick from the SAG guys, but, you know, you're competing with better actors at that point, too. they're like we already kind of weeded out some of the guys that we know we don't want?
1: Well, no, not, not really. I'm going to be honest with you. It depends on, they'll go, and what they do is, probably the lead two roles, mostly in, in the major motion pictures, those are already almost precast, or they're just picking between two, a couple two um, a list actors and then the rest of the film it's open game and then they'll send out to agents you know they're the ones that are sag with an agent in atlanta there's a lot of sag actors in atlanta believe it or not um that are already doing well or they do from california or new york so we're already mixed with a lot of sag actors from those states here and then we're non-union right i'm still non-union and i've done one sag film but um, I'm going up against now. My roles are going to be whether the minor, or one or liner, maybe a page at the most, a few lines. And there's other side actors that will get the three pages. There, you know, multiple scenes, those kind of things for the films or or a TV show or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're not competing for the lead role <laughs> at all for a major motion picture. That's why that's why we do a lot of independent films. And uh, but there's some major independent films that are doing well, like with Netflix uh, having their own you know production company or whatever. So
2: yeah, it's been getting bigger. I've been seeing a lot of a lot more independent films. I think it's it's a good spot, and I see a lot of big actors doing independent films because it's on Netflix mm-hmm. and things like that. Yes, right. So I think that's and a pretty cool them. mix. Netflix, Netflix definitely a good platform, and I guess they're mad at Disney now for making their platforms. Uh, they're gonna be buying everything.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's great the more sources we have of things to watch it gives more uh, variety for people to, to watch and see different things some may be darker and a lot of violence or if you want to do family shows you know go to this production company I know a guy who runs his own Christian based uh, production company he does Christian based films oh wow uh, and he's he's one of my uh, friends who's also in my agency
2: okay so that's cool. are yeah. so
1: doing all sorts of stuff. Oh, I'm not doing that. I mean, No, I'm, I'm saying they worse. do.
2: Yeah, no, but the agency has like all, a wide range.
1: Yeah. So, and I, like I said, my music now, so I can add maybe country music, okay, music, singer into my repertoire, I guess. I hope people think I can see, but no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a lot to do. It's a lot going on. and Anybody who wants to get involved in the business, they have... Facebook is seriously the easiest way. There's groups out there. I found my musicians through Facebook, the Facebook music group that I joined, and just saw a post that I put out there. I was looking for a guitarist or looking for whatever, and a producer contacted me and said, she plays guitar, she has a whole team, and her name's Amy Harris. She's brilliant. She's a young singer and, and performer and guitarist, and she's amazing, and she performs around the Atlanta area and uh, we got over their location I wanted to tell where we it wasn't in an actual studio but it was a studio set up at someone's house uh, and we did the, the song there
2: that's what's up yeah working at home studios is a lot better I mean we have we work out at home studios because it, they try to charge you a ridiculous amount of money to do a big project <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you would be surprised how much it costs to do a song with those in in a bigger setting oh yeah I, I don't even want to know <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> right nah, no so you' probably you are pretty smart with it i be mean, that's a big thing um, I hear a lot of I just see a lot of artists that have been doing like lately it's just like you know creating their own studios or working out of other home studios and things like that
3: it's
1: um, bad. yeah it's more comfortable well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a little tidbit I learned my manager who told me this and this is what I, I end up doing is there are these streaming platform companies and one of them, the one I use, is called Disco Kid, and there's another one called CD Baby. Well, Disco Kid, for $20 total, for as many songs as you do in a year, you can put on there, and they will stream them, and this is what I did, to up to, eight, I think, it's 18 different streaming services. Oh, yes. The major ones. And so, all I did was, I wrote the lyrics, I had the song, the idea, the arrangement, um, and then I contacted them, I kind of sent them an acapella version they went off of that and started putting it together. I showed up, did my music, I mean, my, my vocals, and then they mastered it and I had a song and then sent it out and did a photo shoot. I got some pictures. You can go to my page for my two singles and sent that over to District Kid. You put that on there and you can release songs out to the world as well. Anybody's listening to that. Yeah. They're not, you don't have to be great or anything. Just, you know, you put out there. You miss your sure n- name is on the line, so you want it to be great. But
2: <laughs> right, but I mean, but you still can get it out there, and it's a cheap way yeah. for, um, especially if you're independent, like you said, it's twenty bucks. Like if you can't, if you don't want to play twenty bucks, like to basically have a label, like right. that's something that labels right. do for you is like we'll get you out to the streaming platform. Like, you can just do it yourself, really, if you uh, find the
1: right exactly. places. Yeah, it's so easy now. CD Baby, I was told, is ten dollars a song, and but they'll put it out to up to eighty or ninety streaming services. Yeah, we used to.
2: Yeah. You pay for the whole year, and TuneCore will put it out on everything, all all the major ones, and it goes out mm-hmm. to some of the other. They'll send it. The good thing one I think TuneCore does is they still send it out to like uh, Spotify UK. And things oh. like that, so you can you can get the European mark, because there are two different. They don't all use the same, you know. Um, Spotify. It's not just one actual site. The UK has their own Spotify, so where they calculate their numbers and what they put on their on their feed. So it's cool uh-huh. when you get your feedback sometimes to see and you're like, oh, we got a couple of listeners in the UK. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know why. Someone told me I probably am doing really well in, in London and England and all out in the Europe. Yeah, cause I don't know how they're seeing my stuff, but maybe
2: they are. <laughs> yeah, so the Spotify numbers, man, that's really awesome. Um, well, we're gonna let you get off here. It's like eight o'clock. We did. We got two oh, times, and um, we got DJ Rothschild in the building. We're gonna get play some music with them um okay and talk to them you got anything um coming out you want to, obviously we want to get everybody your instagram where they can find you on that but you want to um do you have any other projects that are coming out that you want everybody to look out for
1: um nothing right now in the film um like i said music will be coming um uh, the movie's just from next year they just need to follow my facebook page i'll post about it uh, Instagram. I'll try to put on there. I use Facebook better because Instagram's usually just do a picture, um, but I'll try to do some postings with it. Um, but yeah, that, that's the route. I mean, Elder Heist, the movie next year. Uh, book cover still, I'm not sure what's going on with it. That was my lead role. Uh, when it, it comes out, it's going to be a good film. And uh, just several more. But yeah, just keep an eye on me. I, I hope they're watching and supporting me, and I appreciate everybody. And I guess that's it. Listen <laughs> <All right, laughs> for my music and download my songs.
2: And on the Facebook, it is Garrett Forge.
1: That is it, yes, sir. Two, so, R's, two T's.
2: And did you put your music under just under your name?
1: The music tracks. I did a couple different posts. One for Spotify. One into Apple. One. I think there's others, but it'll just tell you all the sites in my post where you can go to. Um, anybody can hit me up if they. If don't overboard me <laughs> if they <laughs> Garrett, they um, my
2: but they go to Garrett Forge on like type in Garrett Forge on Spotify. Did you make up a name like a band name or you just went by your original name?
1: No, I'm using my original name because it's just me. I create, I wrote the songs, I arranged them, I like to co produce my big black truck with a sound engineer, uh, and that's all that was involved in that one. And so a lot of that was used computer software on that one.
2: Wow, that's awesome
1: yeah music for that. so uh, but yeah Garrett Forge on Facebook remember Instagram at Garrett Forge. I did some Twitter I put some things out on Twitter with the songs and uh, just my website Garrettforge.com I will be in the process of getting it updated and maybe adding the music to it as well.
2: That's so awesome. well thank you for being on the show man. We really appreciate it man we hope you come back whenever uh, keep checking in with us you know whenever you want to you're always welcome.
1: Thank you so much, Nick. And I apologize we were calling you. Calling <laughs> him, it you're, a, you're awesome. Keep doing what you're doing, man. God bless y'all.
2: Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you, Ladies and gentlemen, okay. hey,
1: Mr. Garrett Forge. Thank you. Bye-bye.
2: <laughs> well, we got Jew two times in the building. What up, dude? We got DJ Rothschild in the building. What's up? What's up? Y'all came in here. We just going to get into it.
3: I know this chick named Sasha Cold heart before the squap, she had a hunger She stole from all of her exes till they caught her Now just imagine they was thugs, crooks, and mobsters I told her one day that shit gon' put you in the grave She looked me in my eyes, said it'll be better days And the look inside her eyes was so convincing See you don't know Miss Salsa she had a history. She was the type that fuck you good, then take your goods, then walk around the hood screaming I wish a nigga would. Little did she know that this nigga had it up to here. Say so she been running this game on him for many years. He say he down to his last straw. His wife found out he been going in a row. She begging him to get checked out by the mall Not in the waiting room, stressing, never did this before The doctor said, when that last time you had intercourse And if I'm protected, then you should give your lovers a call You see Miss Sasha had HIV, but she killed She just wanted shit that niggas to give not in the midst of her grind and the hustle Niggas went and raw, but they ain't never cuff her So she streaming fuck them niggas, I can never love them But deep inside, she want more rings than Bill Russell See, that just gave her more reason to trick Unprotected or protected, she don't give a shit Long as her deed is done and she can collect her dividends She'll be more willing and able to do this again. You see Miss Sasha live that fast life. But she didn't expect that it would pass her and lap her twice. It's out of control, and needing her soul and she can't sleep at night. Thinking about taking this Butcher knife and giving her throw a slice. Now I hope this story helped you with yours. To make a better choice, don't leave this life ignored. But I don't know where we lost her I'm just remembering the history of Sasha I know this chick named Sasha Cold heart before this guap she had a hunger she stole from all of her exes, told they called her, now just imagine they was those crooks and mobsters, I told her one day that she gon' put you in the grave, she looked me in my eyes, said it'll be better days, and I look inside, her eyes was so convenient. see you don't know, Miss Sasha, she had a history, I say Miss Sasha had a history, No, Miss
2: Sasha had a history. That ended abruptly. Ladies and gentlemen, GG ties, man. Woo. That's called Miss Sasha, obviously. That's the new
3: project you're coming out with? Nah, that's the old joint. That's one of my old joints. My new project coming out. I'm gonna call it the return. Think about calling it return the second coming just to play it off two times, but I don't know yet.
2: Right. That's what's up, man. So would you, um, when do you plan on dropping that project?
3: I don't really know. I want to do it in the middle of next year, like maybe like right before the summer next year, maybe.
2: Right before the summer. So you guys can look out for that on there. What you got going on down there, DJ Rollins Stroud? Yeah, well, I got a couple of projects I'm
0: looking into. Uh, I work closely with a lot of bands, a lot of go-go bands. Uh-huh. Like HTD Entertainment that I work with. Doing that office. house? uh DJ Footloose and DJ Marvelous. That's hey, what's up. You be in DC a lot? Actually, we uh, we're local.
2: Local around here?
0: Yeah, we're from. They let you do go go up here? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, that's wild, man. Not a lot, but yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> I would say that we almost have a lot on that. We kind of exclusive. We don't. We don't see a lot of different bands getting that okay with the green light to come down. So, I mean, we just do the sound for
2: them. Oh, so you running sound? Yeah, at the end of the
0: day, we don't have to. We don't have to worry about
2: all of that. We just, I didn't know. Yeah, you just read. so that's what's up. Because I was wondering. Really Look that. I was just about to ask you. You play instruments there? No, actually, we're, G- we're DJs by
0: trade. Right. I like uh, my uncle, he played. He played drums.
2: That's what's up. You,
3: you playing
0: play instruments, I play the drums. I you do play dabble the,
3: on the keyboard. Tickle a few keys.
2: I can't play keyboard. It's funny because I make all my beats on a controller, and people think that I know how to play piano because of that. And I'm like, I don't, I'm making it make different sounds. Like well, I, know, it, I like how it sounds. You know how to play it. You just can't. I can't. I couldn't play like, actual songs on Don't
0: it. do Mozart. Don't like have...
2: I can't do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to play like songs on the on the piano. Like, I made this beat on here, but they are making different noises. I so. know how to play Ninja Turtles.
3: Nah,
2: girl, it's it's super easy. Oh what! I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I'm gonna learn how to do that just so I can freaking do that. The even only out. song up I court. know I can do for sure stuff.
3: for sure is the the wedding song. The doom, doom,
2: doom, doom. That's the only one I know for sure. I can, I can
3: do um, what these bitches
2: want. It's really simple. it Just goes up chord and then back down it, which is is really fun. One of got to do a DMX voice then. <laughs> you gotta do a Cisco.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's a dog, it's a dog. Right. Shoot, DMX was my favorite for a while.
2: Yeah, Dude, Fresh My Fresh, Blood of My Blood is one of the first CDs I ever listened to, like, on CD. Like, right. everything used to be on tapes. Out of Reasonable Doubt tape. I don't know what happened to that shit. Oh, shit. Like, on CD,
0: I think it was, then there was X. That you know, mm-hmm. was the first, like, DMX CD I could own. I and first. it was totally... Uh,
2: it, explicit like Oh 100% dude I was like 10 Listening to that right. shit And he'd be like i fucking kill this bitch Jack like, What did he say? Why? Yeah I can't What did he I got blood on my hands And there's no remorse I got blood on my dick Cause I fucked the corpse 100% That's how the song
3: starts I was about to say It's the yes.
2: first line in the song Is I got blood on my hands yeah, he, wanted voice.
3: he wanted to pull you he in I got blood on know. my
2: dick Cause I fucked the corpse He's crazy Earl is like you're crazy guy You're guy like you know? dude <laughs> The first song You're just like Oh what's how's this song gonna go And you're just Oh okay yeah. Just yeah. right off the going and let you know that this is okay. They allow you to do that in New York. <laughs> That's X. That's it. Yep. It's funny because that was just now. Dude, if he would have made that song, he'd have been getting backlash like a motherfucker. I don't know if the he would have done the same. Been I don't think. He I don't think you're allowed in the first
0: place. I don't think he would have been out there. I mean, Swiss Beats was only like the only real reason why we knew about DMX in the first place. So if it wasn't for DMX, then it's raw and explicit. In a time when it was all right, kind of. Like, there was always pushback, but back then. But
2: everybody knew um, Ref Rider's Anthem, though. Yeah. That is like, that was just everybody. People still sing that. I think kids that have never actually heard that song know that line. That should be on one of those videos on YouTube. Like, I've never listened to rap music, so I I listen to music
0: online and stuff. That should be one of the first things they should listen to. Yeah. For a time period. That was a time,
2: that was a time period song right there. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's it definitely... It wouldn't translate to 100%. i am just saying also, if we're like... Just somebody saying that you... The women's rights... Oh. I don't think that they ever... The, that's the biggest thing about DMX, too. Is he has a specific fan base where... Yeah. That shit was raw to them. Everybody else, like, that wasn't... that They weren't going to play that on the radio anyway. So you're like, right. oh... Even nowadays, people like DMX has done so much crazy shit now. They're like, they ain't going to mention a line in a song. They're like, well, he, I've been he got about high it, on like crack and, and impersonated a police officer, stole someone's car, telling him he was a cop. I need this for police business. Like, motherfucker, oh, you're DMX, dog. We all know your voice. Very distinctive voice. I'm undercover. <laughs> right. I'm undercover right now. Right now. I need your car. Yeah.
3: Get out. Get out.
2: Get out. And you're like, oh uh yeah, somebody took my car, they said they were a cop. And they're like, who was he? Like DMX? And they're like, so you know it wasn't a cop, right? You're like DMX the rapper? But yeah. I told Ryder I, <laughs> I,
0: I he took it. I know he took it. I know he took it. Yeah, it was definitely him. Can't mistake him. But I mean it's like very few people can like tote that line like who are like as blessed as
2: Eminem to like be that gifted where it's like I'll talk about hanging people and like killing people you know? that was he with. sold that though at that time too that was they knew that right. your parents like that was 100% the tape that you had like under your mattress
0: it's like NWA type thing yeah like, Yo,
2: we're coming to you for the explicit you're like, like yeah so your rent doesn't make watered down shit the like, first time your parents heard that and also like, back in the day huh can you curse on it? yeah you can say whatever the fuck you want to sweet views yeah. and expressions of fxbgpublicradio.com are not the views and expressions of Below the Deck, or it's just the views and expressions just, of his guests. Just his get touch. closer to the microphone.
3: Thanks. Word. Yeah.
2: So you can say whatever. i are um, doing a lot of stuff. But say. yeah, he did. That was a thing, like, he. I don't know. It was abrupt to parents to hear, because that's why they saw the video, and then that was on. It was actually on the news and stuff and that was there was no big like internet where everybody was just talking to each other it was whatever said was said on the news was a fact Official. or somebody else yeah I saw it on the news Eminem's getting people killed and I was, <laughs> we wouldn't have said it on the news if it wasn't true they? Like, would yeah. wouldn't have everything yeah, it in would. the
0: media gets people injured it's Like exposure, like Dark Knight could get you hurt if you really took it
2: that serious. <laughs> but you saw it on the news too. you about, like, you better not be listening to that, some shady tape. And you're like, what the fuck is oh, on yeah, that? Right? It made you want to get, it. you're like, what's on it? And then you hear it and you're like, oh yeah, yeah I got it. Hell yeah. Yeah, right. And well, sad, there's yeah. a big thing too when that came out. I listen to some of the old stuff now and I'm like, I didn't even understand what he was saying. Like, you didn't understand the joke. You're like, I didn't even know what this specific thing meant the years went by yeah, and, and now he he you're like Oh he's calling people Like hermaphrodites And, tra- and you're like I wasn't even like Painting And you're like Oh I didn't even get the joke mm-hmm. At the time You know you're like What
3: I got a nail though It yeah.
2: just yeah Put nine inch nails To my coffin and you're like I don't know mm-hmm. what he was saying He's like talking about Hanging himself in it And you're like That's very mm-hmm. dangerous For kids to listen to you're like I didn't take any of that Out of that song Now that you hear You're like Yeah He was definitely talking about Killing his wife And right. yeah You're like mm.
0: It's not until you like Get kids Or get like I don't know nieces or people you're responsible for are trying to be a role model or look up to role models. Or something that you even think about censorship, like seriously. I
2: still don't. I person. don't care. I'm just like, man, don't, don't do it. I, I explained to them specifically because I guess because we're in this industry, you're like, you like, I make music, and I'm like, you know, like, you're not allowed to do what I'm doing. Like, don't do the shit you see on TV. It's TV. I don't care if it ruins it for you or not. Those are actors. People are acting. They're all playing roles. Even like, nah, they're mean? rappers. They're ma-. I'm like, they're not. It's a, it's all this is. They're that's their character, and that's the thing. Eminem is Eminem was a character that right. he was playing. It's it's really, still like, you're yeah. just like that is a character because he like I mean, goes, Nia Nia he doesn't really go home and like really yeah. like, Yo, I'm yeah, I'm like, is what you
3: say? DMX is really a character.
2: DMX is yeah. not a character. DMX is, was really wild. Earl, Earl has real problems. I was about to but say, DMX he is crazy, problems.
3: but that's why. he's only.
2: Uh, but that was not a, those weren't like publicity stunts. Like like, I never like, thought about DMX being on crack. I thought he was Earl getting, sweatshirt. I was about to say, like, he was getting, like in shit. <laughs> he's he's getting in trouble. He's getting in trouble in like real life. In real life. Awesome. You're like, still, yeah, that was not, well, he's not playing. You're not, not supposed, supposed to be doing that if
3: you're famous. You're not supposed to be. He's really—he yeah, he told you he
2: punched you in the face. He was really talking yeah. to you, probably in the crowd. Like I will punch every single one of you in the face.
3: And I bet you won't dare him.
2: Yeah, you're like, no, nah, I believe it. I actually believe. One okay. hundred percent. That's not an act. I think he might come down here and punch me in the face. So that
3: means the show is over. Yeah, right. I'm going home. I don't think security's <laughs> gonna stop it.
0: <laughs> Man, he's su- he's super short. I think we can stop. him I think yeah, just us yeah. alone. Unless uh, he comes down here with a posse or entourage. You you, like, you ever fought a
3: crackhead? Man, out of respect for Dmx, I'm not gonna try. He might be strong.
0: Yeah. I just I just want to deter him. And he is fit
3: too, so he's, I, fit so he's a <laughs> fit <fan> crackhead. <laughs> so
0: he can't mess with my main man, man. over oh, here. He yeah, but I mean, there's a him.
3: difference, though, and that's right. why
2: with with I think like the generation now has so many, so much like more personal yeah. contact like, where you can tweet somebody in general that you don't even know, and then now you got beef with somebody. And the kids are doing that. Their younger kids in the industry are using that shit to their advantage, or, well, not even to their advantage. They're taking it to the other level, too, where you're like, I heard DMX say he punched you in the face, so I did it. And you're like, you really went out there and tried to fight somebody based off of, like... Yeah. Reputation. To heard, you, you like thought it was ran cool. Ran up
0: on the baby because they thought that he he wasn't about what he yeah, said. He 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 was, I mean,
2: it says it right there in his lyrics. Like, yeah, like, I will body if you come up again. Yeah, what, I'm there talking about was, like you know like the um, what's those two those two fucking kids, man. Those two girls that are fucking going at it right now. Uh, the, does the one know. Catch Me Outside. The uh, bad and, uh, baby. Name? Bad yeah. baby. Yeah, something, something like that. No. Bobby, body, I body. It. I can't say it the way she said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so it's you can't say it the way that she spelled it. You need to right. take your dumb baby ass to school. Yeah. yeah. If I could put that on there like that. And, but the other Vicky or something, I seen that on TMZ there. I didn't even know didn't who the other chick was. They're I trying to, they no, they're she's like an Instagram person or something.
3: personality or... She's, uh, they they say they're
2: rappers, but I, that was the best joke that I saw about the fight. And they're like, <laughs> both of them in the studio, like, oh, the, whatever their names are, like, catch me outside another girl in the studio that they're hopefully not recording in. Like, into the fight in a studio it, that dude. I hope they're not recording in. I don't just, think they were.
3: They were
2: relaxing.
0: No, that's, mean, that's what I would was, just, Shaq and Damian Lillard go at each other a thousand times before I hear any verse. Well,
2: what'd y'all think <laughs> about um, Garrett? Somebody else Just ripped his helmet off football.
0: Oh
3: no, oh, that was man. amazing. As a matter of fact,
2: that's some stuff that I haven't
0: seen. That's crazy.
3: Like I want 80s, It had to be something that was said to 90s. make him go. All he out. tried to pull his helmet off yeah, first, he and then he actually ball. just
2: yanked his. He's, like, like, he's I'll a grown show man. You how to do this. Like, I'm a I'll grown show you man. How to pull your helmet off. And ripped his helmet off.
0: And that's exactly he was, what he did. He's like, man, give me a helmet. He hit him exactly on his head, and then he's like, you see this? What he tried to do that I tried failed. Two wrongs don't make it right.
2: No, he shouldn't have swung the helmet at him. Yeah, Ripping his helmet off is would have been far enough. Like for, for me. succeeding, the
0: he's getting like a way harsher punishment, I think, though, than the guy who attempted to do it but couldn't successfully do it.
2: They're gonna try to prove a point, but I think it's it like the rule in is actually a rule in in the rule books. It's like number like they're like it's like statute something that says if you pull another player's, if you use equipment against another player. You get suspended and fined, and you're ejected from the game. They already have, like, a punishment that's in the rules about what's supposed to happen, but they went outside of, like, it was horrible. Extra fine. If that wouldn't have been on on national television also, Mm -hmm. that would have not been as, maybe not as big as an issue, but, like, it was on, it's like the Thursday night game or something. It's the only game that's on. Everybody's watching the Browns. Which would never be on Sunday, you know, not even on Sunday. That game ain't even making the lineup on Sunday. Like, uh, I don't even remember who the other team was there playing. Uh, that's Steelers. Not the cool, though, to me. People Honestly, watch the Steelers. Like, I watch a whole lot of old.
0: Football and basketball games now because I wasn't paying attention in the early '90s. Yeah, when that you were allowed changed. to
2: do it, you ever seen Jordan get into a super fights, dude? They yeah. used to bang it they out in yeah. basketball. Those Pistons
0: are my dad's favorite team, so I had to watch <laughs> those, those games. And those, yeah, those are specific Pistons. Those are bad boy Pistons. Yeah, yeah. those are Jordan rule Pistons. Yeah.
2: My <laughs> favorite person, to watch was Ron Artest, punch that fan in the face. Yeah. that was maybe yeah. the best I saw fight. Lie. Yeah, I did. I, I wasn't didn't at the
0: it game. was an advocate. I didn't I got yeah. to what, what was going
3: on. I was like, "Yo, is this for real?" Streaks.
0: Streaks that was on
2: here a couple of
0: weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I told him like he's outside of my house. I'm telling him like, "Yo, you got to come in here and see this fight that's happening." He's like, yeah, "All right." I'm like, "No, you need to hurry up. This is like one of the fights for the ages."
2: And definitely, it was game. that was yeah. even not that serious then, which is what they made the rules a little bit heavier because Ron Artest is getting getting kicked out of the game, and so he's laying on the scores table before he's just out there laying on the
3: table. Right. You're like, was "What are do you doing?" Post- he I've ever No seen part of the Big Ben that,
0: <laughs> What are you doing? Like having in the most hypest moment Like you're You're, you're super chill right
2: He's now. like my therapist Told me that I should Get some sin <laughs> I heard So am in my place, element my Right now I watched <laughs> him Yeah there's a There's a documentary About Roderick and It's so funny How he talks about himself And he's like Yeah my therapist Had told me that Like, I need to find my place
0: I need to find and my happy place Because Somebody threw that my climate. ice And it
3: was so, on <laughs> Yeah It was crazy though That dude had a bet. That is crazy. You bet somebody to throw the ice away. right. I he said he bet I him, but
2: he was him. like, I didn't think I would hit him. That the fan was on the right. documentary too, and he was like, I didn't think that yeah, I was hit him. He said, I bet you. He just said, it. I, I bet you I would throw kill. it, and he said, I threw it up in the air, and he said, you know that moment whenever you like, you see it already. He was like, I already was like, oh shit, everything slowed down. Friends yeah, everything slow, slow motion falling. You like, fuck, dude, I really hit him though. Like, I just I, was throwing the cup, like friends don't let friends chuck ice at angry basketball players. But you know, because it's in a cup, so he kind of flung the cup, and you know, you know just the bottom it, it caught the, it, the, the yeah the it didn't it yeah it just so caught long. it in the yeah. bottom and just drifted it was, it was like a curry shot like <laughs> a little <laughs> yeah underhanded under <laughs> the buzzer you're like oh no it's just, that's gotta be hilarious also how many people say they got punched in the face by a professional basketball player yeah, yeah. I
0: mean that's it's fucking awesome. I'm pretty sure you can sue. You know what I'm saying? As far as oh, defamation, why? like my face used to represent.
2: Me you threw ice record. on somebody, dude. They punch you in the face, man. You should. You, you got to eat that one. Yeah, but the dude, the dude. What would you expect? You, the the you dude won the dude bet. You won the bet. The ice was right beside the guy who was getting punched in the face. Oh yeah, that's right. He did punch the friend he in the face. The wrong, he punched the wrong he guy. A it was the young guy? Oh, yeah, yeah he punched somebody on his face. is all the way up until the very. But Jermaine O'Neal hit the guy harder than anybody. He came running in with. The superpower Superman punch. It was like a little sliding. Like, yeah, you know, he was almost falling down and still, boom, you're like, oh, he landed. Thing, he landed he that definitely, that was the hardest punch in, on the thing. They're like, oh. It was the most cleanest punch I've seen. In, like, oh, dude, know, I would not. And that's why. Time. I don't know, would you rather get punched in the face by what Jermaine and Joel, or, and Bede, or, uh, or uh,
0: Joel and Embiid
2: and that Carl uh, Malik and
0: Anthony fight? They didn't get one clean punch off. Like, was, uh-huh. Those are the biggest dudes ever. I think
3: maybe. Joel got one on the way down. I think but I don't did. think...
2: It was a snipe. I think it was you're kind of conscious of the rules when you're doing it. And they're oh, yeah. like, yo, I can't like go all out. So you don't... You know what I mean? I'm just throwing the hope that i connect if
3: I don't. If I want to
2: I hit the. you, but I can't engage you too much to make it look like I'm attacking you. Because then, you know what I mean? You're getting get way more suspended versus like, we're fighting. We're yeah. going to fight. And then you're like, we can't really fight. But... I mean, they should be. I guess they know. let them beat we the shit out of each them to other. To be in more hockey. mature. Yeah, they do. I think That's, everything should have hockey. I was gonna he bring rules. that up earlier, but <laughs> I was like, they should just have default rules that are hockey. Like if it goes to that level, they should put you in the box and right. let you fight in the box real quick. I mean, as long score as you square one. You know what I mean? Yeah, get in with you whenever it's over. We'll put you in the box. Everybody, get back to playing. Five minutes. Every timeout, five minutes. Do your thing
0: When I watched Mighty Ducks That's what he told me It was like a whole little thing You had to throw off your
2: gloves uh, Ha head, ha head, ha Shut up Mighty Ducks gloves.
0: Yo I, haven't I Cut the jersey over the head And just start
2: giving. Yo I haven't seen Mighty Ducks In a while Disney Plus Yo that's how I explain um, It was on um, TV Gerrymandering TV. I
0: explain gerrymandering To people now From Mighty Ducks From
2: they Mighty for, Ducks How do you think They got banks Yeah <laughs> <Gerrymandering>. <laughs> That's funny they, they rewrote the rules well, what else we got? What else happened that we haven't talked about? Sure. I don't know. Y'all saw Drake get booed off the stage at Tyler's. Yeah, that, that was good. a couple weeks ago. Why, yeah. why did they boo him? Um, they thought that Frank Ocean's was gonna be there. Oh, he said so they, they were gonna have special. It's Tyler the Creator's tour. Nobody ever said Frank Ocean to be there, but his fans are just like special guests. It's gonna be Frank Ocean's, so they were like, "But I thought people love Drake." They did, but they said like once he started playing, then he could tell there was no energy in there. And then he asked him, and they were like, "He's like, y'all want me to keep going? Y'all want me to keep going?" And they were no. like, "No." And then he was like, "Was well.
0: he paid to be there?"
2: Yeah, Drake had a power move on all of them. He was like, "I'm, co- I got a contract with him. To come to the next eight. Now I'll be there for the next eight years. I don't care." <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You boo me on stage there, y'all. Don't give a shit. You didn't boo me off. I am left. I'll be back. I mean, yeah, I'm coming back. I already signed. It. We'll he's ready to he boo come again. Come back to the place. Not
0: when he's there. Make sure next uh-huh. time <laughs> you're gonna call ahead. Like, look, you're sure that Drake's not gonna come out, right?
2: uh uh-huh. right Yeah, they started saying that we want Frank Ocean. So I was like, yeah. That's a that's fucked up shit to do there. Yeah. I would assume, though, because that's like those millennial kids, though. Yeah, I was about to say they're entitled to what yeah, they want. they're like, oh, you know, we, we didn't don't get Oceans. I don't want to see Drake. See Drake too much now. Right. Like the most fucking, like, the, I guess one of the highest entertainers. He probably does the most, like, the most... Uh, I was about to say, it depends on how good the he show is. He probably sells you. the most shows, no like, whatever, like one of the biggest performers out there. I don't know how to... Explain it. Other than that, like he's got to be like he's not my favorite, but I guarantee he you like, he's, an arena, he probably yeah, you niches, like, he's an arena rapper. Doesn't fill enough niches.
3: Top dollar. He's an arena rapper. Where like creators.
2: oh, I'm not playing like he they're playing in arenas, not like
3: right, not clubs. Frank Ocean
2: just dropped something new too. Like I think he's I supposed know. to be dropping an album coming. I so. Somebody said that
0: he dropped something new or was about to. So they probably know. wanted to hear that and got up all hyped for it yeah. and then got But how do you hype Drake.
2: yourself up about something? You know, know like, I'm so you. sure it's
0: going to be, yeah. Frank. I don't know. Like when Christmas, I go to the, live, go to the, the concerts, you never know what to expect. I get hype. I'm not going to lie. You be
2: hype, but you're not like, if if Kanye don't bring Jay-Z out, man, right. I'm going home and then he brings out Kid Cudi and you're like, oh, shit. You know, you'd still be hype.
0: He doesn't bring out, Jay-Z doesn't bring out for Bleak. He brings up for real
2: I'm like nah
0: man what's up with this uh, ah Jay Z don't perform
2: see. without Memphis Bleak no, no. I hope nah. not but they you'd always see him at least one time that would be funny I mean that would also be like you're gonna boo Jay Z off stage cause he's like here's Kanye West instead of like you know we're gonna do Kanye out here they're like oh man I thought it was Memphis Bleak right. boo, oh, boo. 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 Yeah. you like what oh, the yeah. fuck that's so funny. What do you think about Kanye's Sunday service? I haven't heard it yet. I'm so terribly conflicted because
0: he stole my idea. Like, I totally wanted to be, like, the most raunchiest artist ever and then <laughs> go secular with it. Like, like, later in my years, I wanted, like, you know, a lot of artists do it. They're like, no, right. I don't I don't touch that anymore. I'm way older. I want something my kids can listen to. And for me, I'm like, I want something my kids can listen to that's raw. Like
3: right. you see how I did it raw back cosplay. when I was 19?
0: Like, I was killing it. <laughs> killing the game. But I don't know but For It's, me, good, it's, uh, it's stuff That he's selling stuff Like right outside the, Right outside Of the show Like It says God on
2: it Like it's a t-shirt that says God Like you're not gonna miss Well that's that. the thing He's gotta pay for it Because Does he? Kanye like doesn't super? He pays for that Sunday service out of his pocket And he's flying Like 30, 70 people, you know how big, like, those are big productions. He's doing all that out of his own pocket just because. So I don't know,
0: this is a bad business model.
2: Well, it's not even, that's why it's not a business model, everybody. Like, him selling an album, and also what people say about selling albums now is stupid because people don't actually go buy albums. You just hit like on your Spotify premium. Right. Like, if you already have Spotify, you just get whatever. Like, I'm not buying any album. I can just go hit download and i got to subscribe i have the Ooh. album now thank you and, yeah we used to have theory. to go get if you wanted to hear the album you used to have to go to best buy sam goody sam goody like plan nine yeah is, you go like all city. the way out there and go buy it. a physical copy from 15 to 17 dollars unless it was a deluxe which was like 22
3: all right and pray you don't scratch it in the first two weeks
2: Right, if you get that's one album. You're like, I pay fifteen dollars now for all the music, yeah, unlimited. And you're like, man, back in the day you get two songs, all the way through. Skate, they ruined. They them. ruined it for the they musicians know. back then. So merch is definitely selling always, but they don't. I don't think they do collection at Sunday service either. So people come also for the wrong reasons because it's like, I'm gonna get to see a free Kanye West concert. Nobody told you to buy a T-shirt. Right. You bought that damn T-shirt outside. I don't know. I guess it's just, like, internally I'm
0: conflicted because I know where he is mentally. Like, I remember where he was when he first came in the game. Yeah. After his mom died, I feel like he's a he's a different person. Kanye yeah, has. West
2: has been crazy, but also he's right. really smart. And that's my thing. Like, he's got ridiculous business ideas, but people write him off as crazy already, so they're just like, whatever you say is crazy, which is why he comes off crazier because he's now he's yelling at people yeah, about right. it. He's like, you're not going to listen to me because I'm... Doing blah, blah blah, and you're like, now everybody dismissed your whole business idea. Mm-hmm. That whole economic thing you were just talking about—that made a lot of sense on how to save mm-hmm. money for stuff. People are like, "Nah, that's just some crazy gibberish that you're like coming it, off." Now with. you're wrenching. In my head, thing. it's not like
0: yeah. a philosophy thing for him. It's always like, I always thought he was just a person in office made, maybe. Like because sometimes <laughs> I see him and he's like, yeah, he, he seems like totally coherent. He's making yeah. sense. It's cool. Then I listen to some of the stuff he's doing. As opposed to like some of the music that he's
2: making. I mean, I mean like,
0: what uh, about
3: the shoes? You seen the new shoes? What the shoes
2: are they're the half crocs? Yeah,
3: the, the, I thought, uh, the laundry nah, baskets. Was... <laughs> you like them or not? No, no.
2: Hate them? I'm not going to pay money.
3: I wouldn't pay for I, I wouldn't wear them. Well, That's we, just me, though.
2: We're in our last minute here, so you guys want to shout out to your Instagrams and stuff?
3: JU2Times, uh, J U T W O T I M S E. I mean, E S, you know not spill you got it
2: where can they find you at DJ Rothschild Facebook Rothschild on Facebook
0: well (laughs) I think I have Instagram but I don't know the name I don't
2: even know it (laughs) aha well you guys can check that we'll make sure we post it on on the uh, on the radio page but it is that closing time I want to get that song so I can I don't know how much of it I'd be allowed to play but Mm -hmm. Until next week, I guess, Um, I'm Nick as always, so thanks for tuning in Below the Deck. Thank you to all our guests, Garrett Forge, Ju Two Times, DJ Rothschild, Madman Behind the Boards. Yeah. We'll see you next week.
3: Peace.